listeners to another episode of Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble podcast. This is, in fact, a very special episode coming to you on Thanksgiving because we are going to be talking about Survivor Series. <laughs> oh, come on. Is that what I've been waiting for? <laughs> and then the sex music starts. Exactly. Team Captains, Casey and Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, 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 is that what we're doing? It's <laughs> on my team, the beer and the barrel. <laughs> that's it. That's All it. Right. Oh, I'm on the same team, apparently. <laughs> But uh, how are you, Case? It's been oh, a while. I'm pretty good. It has been a little while, but we're coming up to Thanksgiving. We have a day off work tomorrow. I know. And I'm looking forward to some turkey. So let's talk about a turkey of a Survivor Series. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but we're talking about Survivor Series 1992. We are, uh, which is the sixth annual. Sixth annual. Yes. Now, what, what have we got? November 25th, mm-hmm. Richfield Coliseum in o- Ohio. Richfield, Ohio, yeah. And the attendance is 17,500? Yes. Okay. And... What was I going to say? Oh, it's a yeah. strange one, because the, the picture that when I loaded it up on the network, it's yeah. a picture of uh, Macho Man and Randy Savage yeah. as a team versus uh, Ric Flair and Razor Ramon. Did you say Macho Man and Randy Savage? Yeah, I did. That's a stupid thing to say. I mean, <laughs> Macho Man, Randy Savage, and the Ultimate Warrior. The ulti- which were, they were the Ultimate Maniacs. Yes, the Ultimate Maniacs. You'd think that someone maybe over the course of the last few years might have swapped the picture, maybe yeah. put up the one yeah, with it's Perfect. A, it's, it's only, what, 20, 25 years ago? That's it. And also, to, oh, that. And that's one thing I, I haven't told you, but um, I, I'm going to put a turkey noise at the start of this one, okay, so cool. for everyone to to enjoy. Because believe it or not, the last one we did, Halloween Havoc, yes. sounded like we we're smoking a bomb. Yeah, it did. did it? I didn't <laughs> think of that. But it sounded exactly that, like that. That's that why sounded I, more like a turkey. <laughs> That's, that's why when you were talking like that, I'm like, I'll put that bong up again. But um, and actually, you know how we, we were doing? You were doing bad jokes, mm-hmm. bad Halloween-related mm-hmm. jokes. Yeah. I've thought I might get some wrestling jokes. Yeah, sure. Would you like me to go for parlay? It. All right. All right. What do you call David Otonga without the talent? David Otonga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Vince Russo, Triple H, and Stephanie McMahon are all trapped on a sinking ship. Who will be saved? Vince the wrestling Rick. business. <laughs> oh, that's good. And I got one more. Mm-hmm. One more. Why couldn't John Cena buy moves from the Ultimate Warrior? Why? Because he wasn't fucking selling any. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not, I know, not bad. There were a couple of bad ones. I might throw them in later. Sure. But shall we go off with the Survivor Series? Survivor Series. And of course, we say it like that because we do have Vince on commentary. I know. And Bobby. Yeah, along and, with Bobby. And I got pretty excited when I saw Bobby. Damn went, straight. It's not going to be that bad. Yeah, after, after the years of uh, Michael Cole and everything <laughs> that we've been discussing in recent months, yes. uh, it was really nice to go back in time to an era when commentators were actually entertaining. Oh, definitely, definitely. The one thing that did concern me, though, is there's not really, in theory, one traditional Survivor Series match. No, there is isn't. There? there isn't. There's there's one sort of semi-traditional mm. Survivor Series match, but it's a bit of a letdown, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but, terrible. yeah, one, one fun thing I did while do- watching this... Uh, well, I started to do while watching this Survivor yeah. Series. I was having a few beers while doing so. I right. Thought, I'll play a little bit of a drinking game, and every time I hear Vince say, Oh my! I'll have a sip of my beer. But quick, about halfway through the first match, I was like, oh, I'm almost out of beer. I've got to slow down. And what a manoeuvre. Yeah, what a manoeuvre is the other one. They've got to scull your drink on that one. Bit of, bit of a fan. So, so, shall we start with mm-hmm. the very first match? Yeah, of course. Uh, a I, high energy opener, you could say. Oh, my God. And you know, I forgot that they were a tag team. And of course, yeah. they, I mean, pronouns, they mean Owen Hart and Coco Beware. Yeah. The bird, he's still the bird man, but the he bird does, man. doesn't have the bird. No. He might have eaten him the way Coco's looking. I like how they're called high energy, so 
Coco comes out and does this lame mule kick. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm all energetic. And no one sort of sees him do it and go, I'll oh, just jump. Like, <laughs> high energy. Well, they're wearing that, that horrible ring gear, the uh, bright fluoro. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, not even the... Uh, who are those guys in the Halloween Havoc? The dudes? The um, Oh, the dynamic the Dynamic dudes. dudes. Yeah. Not even they would be seen wearing this high energy crap. Are they wearing braces? Yeah, they are they pretty got, much. Like, suspenders type things. Yeah. Oh, and, and of course, they're against. And every time we see to do one of these bonus episodes yeah. I use my finger quotation gesture marks when I say that it's the Samoan SWAT team again mm. uh, of course the head, the head shrinkers. shrinkers in this incarnation so Samoan Fatu and of course with Afa again yeah and and his stick mm. <laughs> now, one thing I did notice is with high energy is they're having a pretty bad hair day Owen Hart's hair is <laughs> never bad everything day Owen Hart's hair has never been good Coco's what is going on with that <laughs> looks like Toad from Mario Kart <laughs> So that that it didn't didn't get off to a great start. Helmet hair is what I like to call it. It is, it is. But what did you think overall? Of oh, it's good, good high energy opening match. You know, <laughs> um, it was surprising that actually uh, jumping straight to the end. But uh, Hedrick is they, they're quite fun in this match. They cheat quite a, quite a lot, they as do. you would expect. Uh, but they actually get the win, and that was not something I was expecting. Uh, particularly for an opening match, you'd think a babyface win would be, set the tone. But oh, I don't know, I don't know. But I did like Affa hits. Uh, Coco with his stick. Yeah. <laughs> so and he, he's stuffing his face with the chicken. He's yeah, been watching yeah. the old bushwhackers or something. But yeah, oh, no, it made it, me hungry. I wanted some chicken. It, it wasn't. Well, it actually, wasn't a bad outing. And what was it? it they they uh, defeat high energy with that big Samoan splash of sorts. Yeah. So uh, Owen cops like a power slam, and then they get that big diving splash thing. Because that's their team move, right? And is it, I believe it's uh, Samu that delivers it. Is it Samu or Fatu? Uh, Who knows? But I bags the other guy's role where he just stands in the corner like, yeah, yeah. Even I can do that. <laughs> Shall we move along to the next Survivor Series? Oh, well, of course it's not. The next gimmick match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is, of course, the big boss man versus Nails. Who is pretty scary. Yeah, in a nightstick <laughs> on a pole match. Um, it, it is quite scary. They have an interview him, with him at the start, and yeah. he sounds like he's got a throat full of nails. Well, is that I, why they called him that? Well, p- potentially. I do have to admit, I do know they actually voiced over his voice. Oh, really? It's, yeah, they've dubbed it and sort of slowed it and made it deeper. Uh, I mean, he's a is it still his voice? It's still his got voice. someone else to do it. Because yeah. he actually talks like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I love how he's like claiming as an innocent man and Big Boss Man's like, he's not an innocent man, blah, blah, Of course he's not. He's wearing a bloody prison uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It is quite funny that Nails is a little bit inconsistent because he's saying he's an innocent man, but then the next moment he's going, and you know how well I can climb. I'm like, why? Is he a good rope climber? What's he talking about? That Nails... Uh, was actually quite an impressive specimen. Mm. Like, you see him get in the ring. He's a huge guy. Yeah. Looks like an excellent foil for The Undertaker. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, yeah, Boss Man's having a little chat out the back and telling how he's got to, so, ah, time! And he starts running. <laughs> and, well, running as fast as Big Boss Man can. And this is a nightstick on a pole yeah. match. Yeah. What um, the friggin' hell is that? We're going to WCW. We are, absolutely, aren't we? Uh, but, I mean, look, it's a fun match. It's definitely not a great wrestling match, but it's... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. It's not a great <laughs> match at all. It's, oh, it's entertaining. It's just a bit of, bit of two big dudes beating the crap out of each other. And My main issue hmm. with the nightstick match is they say if you can climb up, up the pole, yep. 
get yeah. the nightstick, you yeah. can use it against your opponent. Yeah. But if you lose the nightstick, the other guy yeah. can use it against Which, you. Well, you just let the other guy climb up when he comes in waffling with a chair. Exactly. Well, basically, as soon as Big Boss Man does climb up and grab the stick, he loses it after like one or two hits. And it's not like not like most of the time when a foreign object is introduced into wrestling and it knocks the guy out. That's it. Nails just acts like he's been punched a couple of times and then immediately grabs the stick and starts whacking Boss Man with it. I guess one thing I don't know, I agree with completely with everything you say. The one thing I did like though was once the nightstick is obtained, it's over quite quickly, yep. justifying and legitifying the nightstick itself True. As, as a brutal weapon. So there is that. Big Boss Man does what? He's sidewalk slam? Mm. And yeah, nails the big threat. <laughs> Loses. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, okay. And then just storm, like walks off disgruntled. <laughs> Even though Bobby's like, it's not over. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm glad it is. Sure. But well, actually, what, Did Nails stick around very long? He no, what he actually did is get Vince McMahon in a chokehold in his oh, office. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. unfortunately was consequently fired mm. for such actions against the, the chairman. Yeah, right. Should have used the nice thing. <laughs> I was gonna say he's maybe, an innocent man. Though. Yeah, I know. Well, he didn't. He didn't walk in the office. He climbed out through the window. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened. But let's move on to our next Survivor Series match, which of course isn't a Survivor Series yes. match. It's a feather match. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a singles match. This is not a feather on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Tatanka versus Rick Martel. Actually, Martel's good in this. Yeah, Martel is good. Yeah. Uh, he's stolen Tatanka's feathers. He uh, has. Oh, which, yes. which you know gives Tatanka all his spirit powers. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Tatanka is obviously quite miffed about it. Yeah, he wants to get his feathers back. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't have much to say about this match no. other than uh, nobody Doink. does. No. Nobody but, does. But Doink comes out partway oh, yeah. through, and he's in he's in the uh, aisle making uh, balloon animals for all the kids, <laughs> mm. and then handing them to him and popping them as he gives them to the kids. It's I pretty know. funny. It's sad, but I think this whole setup is just so Doink cut out yeah. and interrupt a match. Pretty much. Felt like a bit of a Monday Night Raw match, let's be honest. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. But Tatanka wins and, yeah, uh, of and course, does his little skip around the ring when he gets his feathers back. <sighs> He's just another low-rent Kerry Von Erich slash mm. warrior, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's, well, yeah, not even. <laughs> low, low rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so anyway, that, that was kindly short, though, from yeah. memory. It was, a, well, no, it was 11 minutes and 7 yeah. seconds. You know, Boss Man and Nails, only 5 minutes and 44. I know. I know, it felt like an eternity. <laughs> longer, didn't it? Now, look, it's star power time. Oh, yeah, now this, this match makes it all worthwhile. Um, exactly. This is the one that we alluded to in the beginning of, that was supposed to be uh, the Macho Man and Randy Savage. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, the Macho Man and <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, but... Yeah. Uh, Warrior has been replaced by Mr. Perfect. Well, Warrior failed a drug test. Surprise, right. surprise. Yeah. And this is, of course, during the Vince McMahon scandal. You know, ah, yeah. He's in court. He's thinking he's actually going to jail mm-hmm. for the steroid issues. So, yeah, the Warrior was uh, quickly replaced. By, by a face-turning Mr. Perfect. I love Mr. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't like... When I saw him as a face in WrestleMania, it must be, what, nine? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, it's nine against Lex yeah. Luger, the, the nasty. I was like, yeah, I'm not really buying this whole Mr. Perfect face turn. But then, when I see how it actually happened mm. uh, in the lead-up to this Survivor Series, I'm like, oh, it makes sense now. And I can see what, you know, he turns on Flair, uh, and obviously Flair teams up with Razor Ramon. That's it. What, uh, you know what I love about this? Mm-hmm. is Just think about that. So you've got Ric Flair. You got Scott Hall slash yep. Razor Ramon, mm-hmm. and Mister Perfect, and Macho Man Randy Savage. They, right. All these guys are great promo guys. Yeah. They can all yeah. talk people into a building. I think that was their sole job. Well, time. there there is a fair bit of a 
promo replay and stuff leading up to this match, yeah. and uh, and like promos from both teams, yeah, uh, and it's definitely they used that to their advantage. Oh, it was that, that was more interesting than the match itself. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the match is quite good though. What I love is Perfect Ted's face. He's still a heel. Yeah. He doesn't really change. He hasn't <laughs> changed at all. The music's still there. Audi car. He gets a pretty nice ovation. He does, yeah. Notice that. Yeah. But one thing I do love is that round the table chat. It's Vince McMahon. Some boring looking television show. It's Vince yep. Hill, Billy Jim, Hacksaw, yeah, Bobby yeah. Heenan, and much is on the on the Teletron going, look at the perfect partner. And the really funny thing is, is the dumbass is like Hill, Billy Jim will go, you mean? Do you mean? And the only person that doesn't realise he's talking about Mr. Perfect is Mr. Perfect. He's sitting there going, Who? What? Me? Bobby's looking? So, yeah, I don't know about Ken Henning. What's he up to here? But I do like the wet weasel... Yeah. Finale where he pours the water on Bobby. Bobby working overtime. Yeah, I you, do. I do like because Savage is copping a huge beating um, yeah. from both uh, Ramon and. Oh, uh, we've Blair. gone to the match. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. No, I thought you were talking about the end of the match. Oh, no, you're talking. The I'm talking about yeah. Bobby's choking on his tie, and if it was anyone else, it'd be really sad. Yeah, no, it's Bobby Heaton, so it's really funny. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but yes, no, the match itself is. Uh, yeah. it, it is interesting because Mr. Perfect's still threatening mm. to heal. Yeah. That's Savage. it, and that's why I say that this face turn makes much more sense because mm. I see it wasn't just an overnight no. click. He actually goes to walk off on Savage while Savage like is copying that. a huge beating. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and he's looking at the crowd going, should I? Yeah, I'll get back in and beat these assholes up. Yeah, no, it was really well done. I, lo- I love Flair and Razor just cracking it. Oh, well, I'm sorry, I've just I've, I've jumped, but like just after the match is said and mm-hmm. done, Flair's going to have an aneurysm. Yeah. Like, he's dancing, it's jumping on the spot. He's wooing. Um, again, Scott Hall, how, for someone so young, so green, mm. he's already a star. A star is established, people. Oh, absolutely. He's, um, yeah, you can, he, he deserves his place in this match with these three other legends. Yeah. I, I do actually like, also, <laughs> it's um, at the end of the match, and it does, it just um, chaos ensues, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, basically, I'm pretty sure Savage gets taken out with a chair. That's um, it, that's it. But what I really like, and it's just a memorable moment, and even watching it, though, I, I actually remembered uh, on my... Thirteenth or fourteenth birthday. This is what we played and ate pizza. Because <laughs> and all I remember is Mr. Perfect slides Savage to the chair, and Savage is in the figure four leg lock. Ah, uh, yes, and that's he right. Plans yeah. Flair right in the beak with yeah. the chair. You don't see shots like that yeah, anymore. Uh, absolutely not. But that match, it was actually supposed to be the closer, right, of the evening. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, who we'll obviously yep. see shortly, they're actually scheduled simply to just be a match on the card, right, in the middle card. But what happened is, is with all the, um, what was it, with the championship dilemmas, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, so, because Warrior would have had the, no, no, it was Flair had the championship before Bret Yes, Hart. that's right. And so Bret Hart uh, actually beat Flair in October yep. for a house show, yep. and Shawn Michaels beat Davey Boy Smith for the IC title uh, to right. set up this match as champ Cause, versus Because I was going to say, this is not long after Survivor Series 92 that climaxes with uh, the Bret Hart, Davey Boy Smith Intercontinental title. 92 was a great pay-per-view year. It was, wasn't it? It yeah. really was. And Randy Savage had a very turmoil, a turmoil, turmoil year. Turmoil-filled. Yeah, tumultuous. Tumultuous. There we go. I'm not up to the T's in the dictionary, folks. Yeah. So let me go back, because we'll talk about that match momentarily. Yeah. Um, oh, and of course, what was it? It was the perfect team yes. with the DQ. Yes. And yeah, then they basically, go back. it's a yeah. big schmoz at the end. Everyone's belting everyone. But because uh, Flair and Ramona are using the uh, chair, yeah. um, they're basically, yeah, they're DQ. That's it, but the heels are protected. Yep. 
because they did not get pinned, yep. they didn't submit, and they're saying this ain't over. Yeah. Scott will come. going to carve you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so corny, but I love him. Yeah, that was great. Now... Yokozuna's here with us. Yes. And he's going to be tested tonight. Yes. And you know how everything else has sort of a little title? There's the feather match, the nightstick yeah. match, and now we've got the squash match. It's, and it's, yeah, it's almost literally a squash match. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, Yokozuna, of course, is fighting the mighty Virgil, <laughs> fresh from his breaking free of the chains of the Million Dollar Man. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> possibly a bad analogy, but, yeah. uh, but uh, basically... I did notice here Yokozuna is billed as being from the Polynesian Islands, not, right. from, not from Japan. Right. Which was, I thought was interesting. It was interesting. his name is Yoko fucking Zuna. <laughs> but I just like how, because this is his first pay-per-view out. Yes. So Yoko takes off his robe and you just hear the whole crowd go, oh my oh. God. <laughs> so um, what do we got? A schoolboy versus yep. the pancake. Yep. <laughs> There's then a leg drop. There's then a Banzai drop and Bobby Heenan's call of the evening, Cranberry City. (laughs) (laughs) That last, like, plop or whatever that that, uh, um, Yoko does to Virgil and he's nuts, like, right in in Virgil's (laughs) face. That's the least of Virgil's Uh, worries. But I was just like, I, I was... Carrie, my housemate, was sitting down and watching that match with me, and I just looked at him and I said, you couldn't pay me enough money to be Virgil in that situation. So not only did he get his ribs crushed, he got turkey slapped. Exactly. <laughs> On Thanksgiving. We should also mention, we did mention Mr. Fuji was, of course, with Yokozuna. He, he hadn't was. quite got uh, Jim Cornette as his... Um, no, as his American Ameri- spokesperson. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Fuji was there, and it's always good to see Mr. Fuji. It is. And Yoko from here, straight off to the Rumble. For his, yes. for his victory. Yes. One thing too, actually, Scott Hall being in his first main event of sorts, let's face it, tonight, mm-hmm. off to the rumble against Bret Hart yeah. in the heavyweight championship. Which out. was a fantastic match as well. It's a boring, boring main event. Uh, boring card. That, that's, it's for re- Rumble? Yeah, Rumble. Yeah, well, I rumble. thought that was really good. Rumble 93. Yeah. Oh. I thought that, because didn't, um, who does, does Razor fight Bret again at WrestleMania? Or no? no, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no Razor's even... soon to be a face. He, yeah, he faces no, Bob right. Backlund at the that's WrestleMania right. 9. Yeah, no, I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of when he fought Jeff Jarrett. You can listen to in the archives, yes, folks. Yes, the archives. Royal Rumble. Yeah, well, maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> that would be handy. Yeah. That's the beauty of doing this. We'll finish it and then we'll just do one again. <laughs> yeah. Starting, I can't remember it. Let's, let's you know what? I'm probably good. Like, I'd probably have a completely different take on it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, all right. So now we've got the only the four on four Survivor Series tag team elimination match. Traditional mm. Survivor Series, not quite, not quite. Uh, so it's a, an elimination match. Yeah, uh, but it's not. Um, so all right, so it's the Nasty Boys yeah. are teaming up with the Natural Disasters. Yes, and they are the faces. They're the faces. <laughs> I know. Uh, versus Money no, Ninety One never happened. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. We are, and they are taking on Money Inc. with Jimmy Hart yep. and the Beverly Brothers, who come out with a genius. <laughs> the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> okay. I didn't remember that bit, but you know, one thing I have written down. And, and look, okay, the roster's thin. We yep. we get it, but. This is hardly Legion of Doom and the Heart Foundation versus Demolition and the Twin Towers. Or something to that effect, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's not at all. I mean, look, I, I was pleased because I love Earthquake, so it's always... Well, you get to see... Yeah, do you, you see get, your plot? You get to see plot? Yeah, 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 you do. Um, so I'm always happy. Uh, but at least... Um, but yeah, it's a weird one because you don't really know who to cheer for. I mean, 
as faces, the Nasty Boys and the Natural Disasters are real, hardly fan favourites, hardly <laughs> crowd pleasers. No. Um, and the other issue about this one is that it's yeah, the traditional Survivor Series match, yeah. but they don't really explain until one of the Beverly's gets pinned. They both got to leave. Yeah, they both have to leave. So and it's like those mega ones they used to do. Yeah, when the, they'd have four tag teams on each side was, or whatever. It was five. five so teams, you've yeah. got 20 guys yeah. outside. You can't even see in the ring. Yeah. And that was, and that's the problem with the Survivor Series in general. And this is where I sort of, and I did enjoy it. I yep. just wish it wasn't a Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really just Gimmick City is what they should have called it, or something to that effect. <laughs> or just to pick a WCW name out of that. <laughs> well, they have just recently yeah. got those. But uh, like, because you had the first two, which were what the teams of five strive to survive, yep, yep. and then furthermore they went to four. Yep. As they, uh, I think more matches and yeah, yeah, small, yeah. small little pockets of wrestlers. What was it? Teams of four. What was the thing to that? Like teams of five strive to survive. Uh, teams, teams of four. More. Try not to blow. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I was sitting there going, no, it had to have a thing I couldn't think of it anyway less is more less is more more. oh hello hello someone should be booking shall we move on to our next gimmick match Uh, yeah that was oh of course The Undertaker Mm, versus Kamala with Harvey Whippleman and and Kimchi Kimchi and of course uh, Paul Bearer is with The Undertaker of course he is and this is their first ever casket match I believe uh, did they call it a coffin match yeah I think they did yeah, yeah, but it, it is... All right, it's a gimmick. I get it. The lid doesn't quite flip up and down yet. We're going to yeah. nail the guy in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And that's a pretty poor nailing attempt. Uh, spoiler alert, Taker wins this one. Um, but, yeah, he does a pretty poor effort hammering those nails in at the end. He, like, taps them in a couple of times and then just whacks the side of the coffin, basically. And the nail, nails just go flying out of it. <laughs> the nails went flying out of it, didn't he? Yeah. Or, no, but, um, He's a good climber and a good... Yeah, yeah. that's it. You know I can hide well. <laughs> but uh, one thing I did remember watching this is um, The Undertaker, you remember he used to choke whilst breathing heavily. Like, <laughs> they shouldn't have ditched that. Yeah. I thought that was quite good. Yeah. But overall, yeah, look, it's over quite short. It's a pretty short match, yeah, five minutes or so. It's um, it's good to see Kamala. I actually really like Kamala now. Um, I felt sorry for Kamala yeah. in this. What did he do? Well, he's terrified. He's, I know, he's just scared of, like, in all the lead up to the match. Kamala's mm. just shit scared of the taker. And at the end, basically, he has the opportunity to I think it was that Kim Chi gets the urn and hands it to Kamala yes. saying come on hit the Undertaker yeah, with it. Yeah. but he's too scared of it and he won't take the urn so of course Undertaker's like oh, I'll just whack you with it <laughs> whatever but um, <laughs> I, I, ever since seeing that it was a few WrestleManias was it giving Battle Royal? Uh, no no it was one in the 20s where mm. no I think the Boogeyman was a little skit before the Boogeyman's match yeah and it had all these weird crazy wrestlers in the uh, no. In, in the backstage area and Kamala's just dancing like a lunatic uh, on top of one of the tables or something. That's right. And yeah, I just found that very endearing so now I'm a big Kamala fan. That's it. He got out of the box. Yeah, with his banana on his chest. <laughs> yeah, that's it. My banana. <laughs> you know what? We're already at the main event. We are. And look, that's what I like about these yeah. old school ones. It didn't yeah, even... Yeah, only went for a couple of hours. I didn't even hit a night without feeling fatigued. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was just entertainment start to finish. They have to take notice of this because oh, particularly that, in this era of a pay-per-view every two weeks that last fucking Wrestlemania we did yeah. was seven hours long yeah. right that's ridiculous that, that is <laughs> that is so no unnecessary one, nobody can be that interested in wrestling I'm not interested in pay, anything for seven hours yeah, exactly. there's a reason why I sleep when the cricket's on and I just I've been thinking about it yeah. and what they should do is I think Raw should own Wrestlemania yeah. they can have a couple of 
uh, what are the SmackDown guys? Yep. They can come over and they can yeah, do a couple yeah, of yeah. interpromotional matches, yep. etc. Yep. But overall, Raw owns that and, and SummerSlam oh, yeah. should or then even, be the major SmackDown or one. Or they could bring back Starcade and have uh, a SmackDown. Uh, you and Star I both Cade. know that won't happen. Yeah. Well, they are doing a Starcade. <laughs> but is it on Raw? No, it's a, um, it's a house show. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even televised. Maybe it'll be one of them network specials, but... Vince might get fatigued himself and accidentally just book a better pay-per-view against it. That's what he used to always do. But... <laughs> anyway, we're, we're at the uh, championship match, which is actually a championship versus champ... I champ like versus it. champ match. Um, Bret Hart, of course, being the WWF champ, as we said earlier, he yes. uh, beat Flair for the title at yep. a house show, mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels is the Intercontinental champ. But only the WWF championship is on the line, I believe. Disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. I thought we'd almost have like another WrestleMania six yeah. attempt here. One thing I did note down mm-hmm. is that I've called this match Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels one. Yes. Because it's one of three. Mm. Now, all of these are very, very big matches because this is your first one and maybe arguably the best mm. because then we have the, the WrestleMania the 12 match, yeah. and then we have the screw the job. The screw job, of course. So this is, yeah, this is uh, obviously five years uh, before mm. the screw job mm. and you see, I guess, the seeds of their animosity planted. <laughs> yeah, it's good long-term storytelling. Yeah, <laughs> very, very good booking. Yeah. Seven years. Now, uh, Michael's mullet is brutal. Oh, there's an awesome bit at the start of this, sorry, I have to I have to mention where um, there's a promo with Bret Hart and yeah. Mean Gene is interviewing him and explaining, he's saying, you've faced some formidable opponents already to defend the title against. And right. he goes on to list the likes of uh, Virgil and Rick Martel and a couple other people that I can't even remember Skinner. because they were, they, were, yeah, they were less threatening than Virgil and Rick Martel. Bush Wackaluke. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the formidable range of foes Brooklyn there. brawler, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I know. It's, it's a bit strange, but uh, I just love, like, Shawn Michaels threw Janetti through a window mm. at the start of this year, and now he's IC champ in the main event. Yep. Well, that, that just goes to show who had the uh, the rock in the rockers. Oh. The rocks? Yeah. The rock. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Just stop. But, <laughs> but uh, one thing I did like, and I've written this down in caps, but Michaels is hip-tossed onto his feet. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Survivor Series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I did quite enjoy this match. It started off a little bit boring, as most Brett and Sean matches do, oh. as most Brett matches do. But yeah. by the end of it, I was thoroughly invested in, and really getting into who's going to win this. I and I did like the finish as well. Um, mm. Brett wins with his... Uh, Sharpshooter, yeah. and just a really nice touch, considering what would happen five years later as well, seriously. Oh, boy. Tied up with a bow. Mm. Oh, and the cicadas. And the cicadas. Are, are here. But they're not too overwhelming yet. yet. So, uh, it feels like a contested sport. Mm. That, that was my other thought. Yeah, absolutely. Really enjoyed it. Santa arrived. Oh, yeah. And... That's right. That's random. <laughs> I was hoping it would be like... Do we know who Santa was? Like, was no. Like... Bruce Pritchard? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I was hoping it'd be like nails or something. Like, Here you go, kids. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know man. I'm doing double duty. <laughs> no, I really don't know. But that would have been a nice touch. Nails yeah. comes out and choke slams Santa. Oh, well, that'd be... well, just I was hoping Santa would turn out to be a wrestler and like, yeah, do something. But, <laughs> that's you know, it. That's sure. it. Actually, just stepping back again, and like, I won't harp, but like again, the savage. Perfect, perfect team. Yeah, they're being interviewed after their victory. Yeah, wow, yeah. smart, you know, smart's a victory. And Mister Perfect's just being a big 
dick. He's such a heel. He's got. I've got a tacky video. Yeah, that's right. Man. The tacky like, I don't know. Chicken for my video. And Sean Mooney says something. He goes, "No one cares what you think, Mooney." I'm like, "Isn't he supposed to be a good guy?" Yeah, but no one cares what Mooney. Thinks. Oh, it was great. I think we're the perfect team. Yeah, that that was definitely that match was the highlight, and the promos surrounding it were just as good. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. And. Uh, it, uh, what, what have I got here? Oh, do you want me to tell you another joke? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me go to the start. <laughs> there was a really bad sex joke. I think it was like a 12-year-old wrote it. Yeah, right. And they were writing like all the things that like wrestlers would say at the moment of climax. Like, you know, like, <laughs> ooh, yeah, and woo, and all this stupid joke. I'm like, this is so sad and lame. I was rolling my eyes. I stumbled across like the 15th one. Yeah. And it was Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> it says, one, two, three. No, not quite. <laughs> I'm like, did they milk me for that? Just to get me laughing at that one. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, oh, one more, one more, yeah, yeah. one more, one more. Uh, <laughs> what's the difference between Chris Benoit? I, now, I don't quite get the Yeah, hang on. Between Chris Benoit and Scott Steiner. Uh, what? I wouldn't let... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't let Scott Steiner babysit my kid. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm pretty sure it's me. It's pretty sure it's me. I think it's just Scott Steiner's that much of a nutcase. Oh, look, I'll I'll try and think of a very good joke for our next one, guys. Sure. And uh, what, the pay-per-view ends as we'll end today with Vince going, ho, 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 in November.